forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. As the shadow, Cranston is gifted with hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, Death Prowls at Night. High on the snow-covered Adirondack Mountains, in a tiny trapper's cabin, two men lie sleeping, quietly sleeping. Suddenly, the mournful howling of frightened dogs shatters the stillness of the night. One of the men, alarmed, rises quickly from his bunk and calls out to his partner. Savage wolf. I don't understand, Joe. 
Have either of you ever heard of a werewolf? Yes, yes, I've read about them. Werewolf is a man who possesses a power to transform himself into a savage beast. That's right. I believe that the legends about them have all come from Central Europe. I don't think they are legends, Mr. Cranston. I believe they are fact. You see, I was brought up in Central Europe. Oh, now, Joe, you're not asking us to believe that we have a werewolf here in the Adirondacks. <laughs> well, you can believe what you wish, but I know what has been going on. I myself have seen the animal. Its cunning behavior, its ability to appear and disappear at will, its method of killing. There is a werewolf here. I'm sure of it. Well, I, I can't argue with you, Joe. Uh, here's your cabin, Margo. Yes. All right, I'll meet you at the lodge, Lamont, as soon as I'm dressed. All right, I'll see you later. All right, and I'll keep an eye out for the wolf, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Joe, he's certainly... He's being Oh, you surprised me, Marie. Sorry, Mentel. Would you draw a tub for me, please? Uh, oui, Mentel, I have already done so. Oh, good. I trust that you enjoyed your skiing today. Oh, it was wonderful. Will you be wearing this blue dress, Mentel? Yes, that'll be all right. Marie? You hear those dogs howling? We meant that. Eerie sound, isn't it? Uh, they often are like that at night, up here, meant that. I would not worry about it if I were you. Oh, they don't bother me. I was just... Oh, there's someone at the door. Will you see who it is, Marie, please? Good evening. Oh, good evening, Doctor. Who is it, Marie? It is Doctor Mantel. He often comes here to the lodge. Oh, does he want to see me? Yes, if I may. Oh, then will you come in? Thank you. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, you're Miss Lane, I believe? That's right, Doctor. I saw you out skiing today. I wondered if you sustained any cuts or bruises that might need attention. <laughs> no, I seem to have come through without a scratch, thank you. Oh, that's fine. Fine. Up here for a rest, are you? Why, yes, sort of. In tired, are you? Well, more in need of a change, I'd say. I see. Then you should not be indulging in such violent exercises. Skiing. You should be resting, relaxing. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Uh, this is a personal question I know, Miss Lane. But have you had any medical attention lately? Have I had any? Oh, no. Not in the past six months. I see. Why do you ask, Doctor? Young lady, you are in a very highly nervous state. I make this statement freely because I specialize in such work. I suppose I should not have told you this. No. No, I'm glad you did. Your eyes have a strange look. They are weary. Very weary. Is that not so? Yes. Yes. Sit down, Miss Lane, please. Sit down? Yes. Uh, no, this chair, please. Yeah. That's it. Now just relax. Now, think only of peace. Look at me, Miss Lane. Look at me. Do you feel better now? Yes. Yes. I should say, Miss Lane, that you are very badly in need of constant medical care for the next few days. Don't you agree with that, Marie? Oui, doctor. I do. I have a small sanitarium nearby, Miss Lane. An excellent place for you to rest. I suggest that you spend a few days there. Whatever you say, doctor. Fine. Pack some of Miss Lane's clothes immediately, Marie. 
We are leaving for the sanitarium at once. Thank you. If you don't mind, I won't go no further with you. The doctor. 
doctor don't like visitors much. All right, Jennifer. I'm grateful to you for your help. Uh, that's all right. Goodbye for now. Goodbye. Oh, Miss Cranston. Yes? Be careful. Hmm. Yes. Excellent advice, Mr. Jennifer. Excellent advice. I'd like to say, aren't you Marie, Miss Lane's maid? Oui, well, monsieur. Well, where is she? Where is Margot? I do not know. Don't lie to me. Where is Miss Lane? Is that you, Lamont? Margot. Let me in. Please, Margot. Margot, where are you? Right in here, Lamont. Oh, darling. Darling, you're all right. You're all right. Of course I am. Why are you so upset? Why am I upset? Was half the countryside searching for you, not knowing if you're alive or dead? You had searching parties out for me? But of course. That was silly of you. Silly of me? Yes. Margo, don't you understand? I, I was alarmed about you, why you had disappeared and where. Tell me, uh, what are you doing in this place? I've come here for a rest, that's all. A rest? Yes. Yes, is there anything wrong in that? Well, no, Well, then but... stop behaving like a schoolboy. Margo. Leave me alone, will you? Margo, just tell me this. Why did you leave the lodges you did without telling me where you were going? I didn't think it necessary to tell you. Well, uh, uh, how did you meet Dr. Van Dane? He came to my cabin at the lodge. You've never seen him before? No. Well, then how did you know it was safe to come here to this place? Because I trusted him. He's a very fine old gentleman. Oh. Well, where is he now? I don't know. Margot, you were seen several hours ago running through the nearby fields... Why were you out like that in the dead of night? Answer me, Margot. Lamont, will you please leave me alone? I refuse to answer any more of your stupid questions. Very well. Then I shall seek my information elsewhere. I'm going to investigate the other people who live within these walls. I shall visit them as the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disturb your slumber, Marie. Oh, who is there? Don't be alarmed, Marie. I've chosen to make myself invisible to your eyes. Oh. Where are you? I am called the Shadow. What are you doing here? Why have you come to see me? I am seeking information from you, Marie. Information about Dr. Van Dyne. What about him? Where is he now, do you know? No. He has gone out. At this time of night? Where did he go? I do not know. Don't you think it odd that he should choose this hour to be out in this mountain wilderness? I do not question the doctor's habits. You came here last night with Miss Lane, did you not? Oui, monsieur. Why? Why was she brought here? How did he persuade her to come? He did not persuade her. She came of her own free will. You've known Dr. Van Dane before, haven't you? Answer my question. Oui, monsieur. For how long? How long have you known him? What difference does that make? It makes a great deal of difference. I suspect very strongly, Marie, that you aided him in bringing Miss Lane here. She came here willingly, I tell you. She needed a rest. Are you trying to make me believe that she chose to come to a sanitarium where she is the only patient? No. I've just determined that fact by searching the building. I know nothing about that. But you do know something about Dr. Van Dane. More than you're willing to tell me. No. Well... I shall continue to question you until you do. No. No, leave me alone, please. Where did he come from? What is his background, his place of birth? He was born in Europe, 
That is all I know. In Central Europe? We, oui, I believe so. That's most revealing. Does Dr. Van Dane often indulge in nocturnal prowling? I do not know. You do know, but you're afraid to tell me. Oh, please, please, monsieur. Do not ask me any more questions. How does Dr. Van Dane feel about dogs? Does he have any around the house? No, he hates dogs. Then how do you account for the fact that Miss Lane was seen several hours ago running through the fields with what appeared to be a giant beast? I do not know what you are talking yes, about. Yes, you do. You also realize the significance of the appearance of Miss Lane with that huge dog no. like animal, don't you? No. You no, suspect I... just as I suspect. What this means? But the thought is too horrible for you to voice, isn't it? Stop torturing me. You're being very foolish, Marie. By your very silence, you're bringing about your doom. <laughs> what do you mean, monsieur? Don't you see what is happening? Your place is being taken. Already you've been supplanted by Miss Lane. No, monsieur. When Dr. Van Dane has no further use for you, you know what that can mean, don't you? Yes. <laughs> then you must do something about it. You must act quickly. What? What is that to do? I am getting that young woman out of here at once. Meantime, you can call the police. If you tell them everything, everything you know about Dr. Oh. Van Dane, there is still a chance for your salvation. What? That is my only chance. Your only chance. But you must do this. At once. Well, Lamont, did you succeed in getting the information you wanted? I did talk to Marie. Are you satisfied now that this is a perfectly safe place for me to be? Quite the contrary, Margot. I'm taking you out of here at once. Lamont! What are you saying? I found out something about Dr. Van Dane. If it's true as I think it is, your life is in danger every moment that you're here. Oh, Lamont, you can be so melodramatic. Margot, I'm giving you cold, hard facts. Do you remember the conversation that we had with Joe, our guide, about the people who'd been killed by a giant wolf? Yes. Do you remember his believing that the animal was really a human being? Oh, you mean that werewolf story? Yes. Oh. Lamont, are you trying to tell me that there may be something to that story? Yes, perhaps. You're just making up a story in order to get me out. I'm not making up a story, Margot. Oh, no. What's the matter, Margot? You're trembling. Those dogs. Why are they howling? Margot. Why should their howling bother you? I don't know. I just hate the sound of dogs. Dogs. What are they doing? Margot, I, I don't know what's happened to you, but this thing is part of it. What are you talking about? This, this fear of dogs. Oh, dogs. No. You've never felt that way before. Then your imitation at my being here, your nervous behavior, the way you're facing the room right now. You've got to get out. You've got to get out. I'm taking you out, Margot. Oh, no. No, I'm so alone. Margot, listen to me. We're leaving here together. Oh, no, we're not. You have no right to tell me what to do. I'm sorry, Margot. You're coming with me. Even if I had to carry you out you here. You barely a hand on me out. Oh, I'm sorry, Lamont. I lost my head, I guess. I didn't know what I was doing. Of course I'll come with you. Come right now. Oh, that's better. Thank you, Margo. Will you get my coat, please, in that closet? Well, surely. I don't see them in here, Margo. Are you sure they're in Glad that you're here, Dr. Van Dyke. 
I was worried about you. Really? Yes, I heard the howling of dogs. I was afraid that you might have been in trouble. You need never fear for me. I am too clever for them. Much too clever. Doctor, you seem upset. What's wrong? I just had the most unfortunate experience. Someone I trusted proved herself disloyal. Marie? Yes. She was about to telephone the police. About to betray me. She will never make the call? Never. But come, we have things to do, young lady. The night is short. Time is precious. Come, you have a mission to perform. Yes, so the police will be here. Oh, get away. They will never get 
me. You're staying here. Oh, no. Oh, no. Come back here, Dr. They'll never get me. I was in his power, Lamont, for all that time? Yes, Margot. Then we must find him. We must. Oh, oh. What was that? I don't know. That sound came from the trees here. Come on, Margot. Oh, is that you, Kelly? Uh, no, it's me, Officer Lamont Cranston. Oh, Mr. Cranston. Say, you found the girl. Yes. Good work. Uh, what were those shots? Uh, what were you firing at? Oh, this big fellow here. Lamont, it's a wolf. A huge gray wolf. Yes. Is he dead, Officer? Yes, sir. Plenty dead. Well, I guess that's the end of the wolf that's been killing people around here. Yes, the end of the wolf. And it may also be the end of Dr. Van Dane. MGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.